What's going on guys? Grant Pushkar here, joined by my co-director, Victor Williams. Are you looking to bring more attention to your sports content? Over at Overtime Heroics, you can be a part of a growing sports community such as podcasts like my own, Cleveland Surge, and my own Philly Special Podcast. And if you're looking for a place to share your sports opinions, they also have an active forum for all sports topics. So if you want your sports content to be heard amongst other sports fans, go over to Overtime Heroics forward slash forums and make your first hot take today. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Wyman Podcast. No matter how you are listening, whether it's on Anchor, which I record all my episodes on, also available on Spotify, Apple, Breaker, uh, Pocket Cast, all that good stuff. Um, so like I, like I always say, no matter how you're taking my stuff in, no matter how you're listening or spreading the word, I do appreciate it, all the followings and all that stuff. Um, today I usually get into NFL, I usually do NFL on Tuesdays, but there's just nothing going on. We're still riding off that big high, the NBA Finals, big NBA Finals, uh, coming to a close last Thursday night in Golden State, the last game at Oracle Arena, and, um, Toronto takes it, Toronto wins the series in six, no Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson gets injured, has 30 points through the third quarter gets injured ends up tearing his ACL so he's gonna be out for at least nine months to a year depending on the time frame on that so um, but you know it does you know it doesn't matter in the end of the day when the when the record books are written the only thing that's gonna go down is Raptors win the series four to two uh, Kawhi Leonard gets finals MVP for the second time um, in his career, the I want to say he was the third person now. It's him, LeBron James, and Kareem. I think they said was the only three to win uh, Finals MVPs with two different teams. And Kawhi is actually the first person to do it in different conferences. Obviously, doing it with the Spurs in the West, and now the Raptors out of the East. So. They had their, recording this on Tuesday, they had their big parade on Monday, yesterday. They were just going wild. They had Drake there. They had everybody there going crazy and stuff. But um, well-deserved, really well-deserved, and aggressive pays off. This in sports is a perfect example of aggressive paying off. Toronto coming off a year where they fired the coach of the year, Dwayne Casey. They traded uh, arguably their most popular player, DeMar DeRozan, to get... A guy like Kawhi Leonard, who was viewed as a one-year rental, and you know they signed guys, Marc Gasol, and they picked these guys up and that guy up. Danny Green was uh, thought of like as an afterthought in that trade, with you know coming over with Kawhi from San Antonio. So I think really showing off that aggressive does pay off in sports. You cannot sit back there and wait and hold your players and hold assets. Listen. The Raptors love DeMar DeRozan, they love Dwayne Casey, but they realized those that that core, that team they had, was not getting it done. So they went out, they changed things up, they got aggressive, they went for arguably the best player in the world in Kawhi Leonard, and they got him, and they got a title out of it. So now, forever, they could say, you know, this was our first title, this, you know, we were the champions that year. No matter what, no matter if Kawhi leaves, if Kawhi signs a five-year extension, 
you know, no matter what happens now, after that, there's no changing the fact that the Toronto Raptors were 2018 to 2019 NBA champions. Okay, so the biggest thing, the biggest question mark about this whole thing, obviously, is if Kawhi's staying, if Kawhi's going, what's he going to do, where's he going to go, who's he going to play for, how could you leave, how could you leave after winning a title, finals MVP, the city loves you, the country loves you, okay, well not only does the country love him and the city love him, but the team could show their love because the team, Toronto Raptors, are able to offer him a five-year, $189.7 million contract. Let's just round that up to 190 So five years, 190 is what Toronto could offer him. Any other team, no matter where he goes, no matter who he chooses, um, is they only able to offer him four years for $140 million. So he's leaving roughly about another $50 million on the table. Now, for me, personal, personally, if I was Kawhi, I would look for one of the short-term contracts. You've seen LeBron do it in Cleveland. You've seen uh, Kevin Durant doing it in, in Golden State. I, I would give him a chance. You know, they got him a title. They got him back on the map as uh, arguably the best player in the world where everybody basically, you know, was down on him, forgot about him, said he was faking an injury. Um, all that stuff, you know, he wasn't hurt. He just didn't want to play. He's he's a quitter. He's this, he's that, you know, whatever. So, if I'm Kawhi, they got that core there. They got Siakam there. They got Lowry. They got Van Vliet. I mean, they got uh, Gasol. Danny Green, the head coach, obviously ain't going nowhere. So, if you if, if I'm Kawhi, I at least give him an opportunity for a one-on-one. Because you don't want to, you don't want to, dive right in and then you're stuck there for five years and they start losing guys and guys retire and then they fire the coach and then you're kind of stuck there for five years I think the more popular opinion um, especially with the big time players is the one and one like I said LeBron's done it Kevin Durant's doing it I would not be surprised to see more teams and more players reach out for a one and one deal to give that um, you know one year one year trial run and then you know hey if I like it here then I'll do another year if not then I'm out so if I was Kawhi I would definitely definitely look to do that um, I do have a question here actually about Kawhi from one of my listeners so let's go ahead and give it a listen What's goody, man? It's Archer Almighty, man, from Elevated Thoughts and SLA and Chill Podcast. I just, I got a question and need answered for you. I posted this on my Twitter the other day and people kind of went, got crazy. With Kawhi winning another finals MVP and another championship in Toronto, giving him two and two and two defensive player of the year awards, is he considered the best in the NBA currently? Uh, seeing the fact that he knocked off Giannis, even though people say he's the MVP, uh, just knocked off the I know an injury plague wrapped. I mean not Raptors Warriors team. Do you think he's top th- in the NBA? And if not, who do you think is? 
Thank you very much. Thank you for all the support, man. Holla back and let me know your QTNA question that need answered. Peace. Okay, now is a question from a man at Archer Almighty. Go give him a follow along with his uh, podcast page at SLA Chill One. At SLA Chill One. Three of those guys together do a great podcast. Okay, mostly sports. At Archer Almighty. Great question, man. Um, right now, obviously, injuries play a lot into that question with Durant coming off the Achilles. He might be out for a whole nother year. We might not see him until the playoffs. LeBron coming off that groin injury. Missed 17 games. Probably should have missed more. Um, man, it's tough. It's tough for me right now. If you're saying everybody's healthy, everybody's ready to go, everybody's 100% right now, I still think I'm taking Kevin Durant just because his offense is so unstoppable. He can score whenever he wants. He could do whatever he wants on the offensive side. And he's not necessarily a liability on the defense just because of his height, his wingspan. He's very good at guarding those big, lanky, long, difficult guys on the other team. So, I mean, he's he's no Kawhi on defense, don't get me wrong, but... He definitely is better than LeBron. So I would still put LeBron at number three. I'd have to put Durant at number one, Kawhi at number two, and uh, LeBron rounding out the top three. I'm not sold on Giannis yet, even though he is going to win MVP. I'm really not sold on Giannis. He has to develop a jump shot. I have to see him go to the finals. I have to see him win the Eastern Conference. I have to see him win a finals. Uh, LeBron, Durant, Kawhi now, they've all been there several times. Um, They've won it multiple times. James Harden, he's another one that I just have to see get to the top of the mountain. I can't can't have my best player out in the first or second round every year. I just can't. When you you got him out in the first or second round every year, and then you got Durant and LeBron and Kawhi, in the finals every year, winning finals MVPs and doing this and doing that. I just I just can't put those guys over. I would have them as my second tier guys. Definitely if you want to say top five, then definitely Giannis and Harden probably round out the top five for me. Maybe an Anthony Davis gets thrown in there. You could argue with me about Anthony Davis or or Giannis or Harden. It really depends on what you like and what you want from your guy. Um but yeah, at Archer Almighty, great question. Like I said, I would have Kawhi, uh, not Kawhi, I would have Durant, one, Kawhi, and then LeBron still rounding out that top three. And that, you know, this year is a big year for LeBron. This year, you know, LeBron's in that top three, but if he has another, another bad injury or another, you know, uh, missed playoff appearance or something like that. He could drop down out of the top five for a lot of people. He's out of the top five for a lot of people now, just because he missed the playoffs 
one year after going to the finals the previous eight. So I think that's a little outrageous. He still averaged 27, 8, and 8 with, with a bad groin, with not a lot of help on, on that Lakers team. So don't get me wrong. I wanted LeBron to make the playoffs to, to keep that resume up. But also, he you know he averaged twenty seven eight and eight. So everybody just calm down in the hole. LeBron's not top five. LeBron's not top ten. I'm not buying into that just yet. Speaking of LeBron, those Lakers, the Lakers just made a blockbuster deal this past. I want to say it was Saturday night. Getting finally getting the All Star, All Pro, All Defender, Anthony Davis center slash power forward from the New Orleans Pelicans and uh, the Lakers Lakers had to give up players picks dads LeVar Ball everything Magic Johnson I mean they gave up presidents they gave up head coaches and Luke Walton I mean they gave up everything and still ended up with Anthony Davis uh, and the official is Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, three first-round picks, including the fourth overall pick that the Lakers lucked into getting this year, which they had realistically no percentage chances of even getting. And now it turns out to be one of the big picks in the in the trade, one that might be actually valuable because now you're hearing that the Pelicans are actually trying to trade that pick around for more to kind of get, you know, okay, so we got this from the Lakers, now we're going to turn this pick into three more picks and another player, or they, they're really trying to do that, so. And it's smart by the Pelicans. I think Anthony Davis doesn't want to be there. You're not going to pay a guy $25 million or whatever he was owed to, to sit on the bench or play 15 or 20 minutes a game. It just didn't make sense for the the Pelicans to be stubborn as they were. They they were already too stubborn. I I thought they were when they held him past the trade deadline this year. This this previous year that they should have just got rid of him at the trade deadline. Then you're still sitting there paying him for what when he's he's not playing. He's not contributing. He's not showing up to some games. Or he's on the bench. Or he's in the, the locker room because the fans are booing him. All that stuff. So the big thing is who won the trade. Everybody's got everybody's to gotta win the trade. Everybody's got to be the, 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 the winner, you know, better off than the other guy. Listen, in these trades, and the NBA is a superstar league. It's not like the NFL or the NHL or even MLB. The NBA, five guys go out on the court. Okay? Five guys, that's it. And then you have maybe six on the bench or seven or eight on the bench. You probably hold a, a maximum of 14 to 15 guys, which with only 12 to 13 dressing for, you know, for the game. But, so it's not a... It's not it's not a sport where you need a plethora of talent or depth. Listen, the team who gets the superstar in these trades wins. I don't care who it's for. 
I don't care how many picks, theoretical draft picks they gave up. I don't care how many how many guys they gave up. Right now today, the Lakers have arguably two of the top five players in the NBA. If not, at least two of the top seven. If you want to have Anthony Davis, you're number six, you're number seven. Wherever you have Anthony Davis, he's at least top seven at the worst. So, I don't know how they lose that trade. When they also get rid of Lonzo Ball, who's injury prone, who didn't seem to be popping as the second overall pick he was. They get rid of Lonzo Ball's dad, LeVar Ball, who was a distraction. Always talking about the organization, what's going on with the organization, who's doing what behind the scenes, and all that stuff. You get rid of Brandon Ingram who had no fault of his own, was, you know, diagnosed with the blood clots last year, missed a bunch of games. So who knows who, who's, uh, what's going on with that situation, if he's going to be fully healthy. And Josh Hart, which I did like Hart. He, I believe he won the Summer League MVP. Maybe last summer or two summers ago. I don't know if he won it, but I, I remember he was playing really well because everybody was talking about him. But I did, I did like Hart. I think the best player they got was Hart. I think if you look at it, if you look at this trade in about three to five years, you're going to be like, damn, Hart's going to be the only guy who's still playing on the Pelicans, who's still playing on that uh, on the team. Who might even be in the NBA? Because I don't know if Lonzo Ball makes another five years with the injuries. I mean, if he gets hurt once or twice, you know, two more times, that you know, the kid's hurt every year. You can't rely on a guy who's. I think I read something that said he's played 99 games, and he's missed around 65 so far in his NBA career. He he's almost you know he he's floating on that half and half ratio, that 60-40 ratio. That's not good. For a guy you gave up for Anthony Davis. So, I don't know. I, you know, you could argue, you could sit here and argue about the picks. And the, listen, the NBA picks aren't like NFL picks. You don't find a Tom Brady in the sixth round. There's only two rounds in the NBA. And the second round is usually a bunch of guys. And the back half of the first round is usually a bunch of guys. Even everybody's going crazy around this fourth, this fourth overall pick. You know, the fourth overall picks aren't really anything to write home around, home about in the past few years. They have, you know, it's just, it's not, you know, people get caught up on these draft picks because we're so used to, to the, um, what do you call it, the NFL with the trading draft picks and, oh, I got this guy in the third round and, oh, I got, I got this uh, D end in the fourth round and, he, you know, he made four Pro Bowls. Or that, okay, that's great and fine. That's the NFL. The NFL roster is 53 people, 11 on each side. NBA doesn't have, you know, NBA has 13 on a whole team. So to sit here and say, okay, I got three players, none of them which are going to be superstars, but I gave up a superstar for three players, and now I have all these picks. Th- those picks are probably not going to turn into anything. Because the Lakers are going to be good now. 
because they got Anthony Davis. They got they shouldn't have even had the fourth pick. They they were lucky to even be uh, a top ten or top twelve pick, and that was with LeBron missing seventeen games. So now you assume LeBron's going to be healthy. You assume Anthony Davis is going to be healthy and want to play with everybody. So how much how much worse are they really going to going to get? I pulled up some of the four some of the fourth overall picks. This is the big pick that everybody's talking about that the Pelicans robbed from the Lakers for Anthony Davis. Okay. Fourth round pick, Josh Jackson for the Suns. Dragon Bender for the Suns. Christos Porzingis in twenty fifteen to the Knicks. Good. Can't stay on the court. Has off has off the court issues, has injury issues. He's seven feet tall with bad feet. Aaron Gordon, he could dunk. Cody Zeller to Charlotte, Deion Waiters to the Cavs, Tristan Thompson to the to the Cavs. He could rebound pretty good. Wesley Johnson to the Timberwolves. Tyreek Evans, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's the best one since 08. Conley, uh, Mike Conley in 2007, Chris Paul in 2005. So three guys: Chris Paul in 2005, Mike Conley in 2007, and Russell Westbrook in 2008. In the past 11, 14 years, since since 2005, three guys, and none in the past 10. If you want to get, if you want to say Christos Porzingis, okay, I mean he he didn't play last year. He was in a suit on the sideline. If you want to say uh, Aaron Gordon, okay, he could dunk. He's he's athletic. I'll give you, I'll, you know, I'll give you Aaron Gordon for the fourth overall pick. But you can't tell me Deion Waiters and Wesley Johnson. And Dragon Bender were were the same level as a fourth round pick or a fourth overall pick, at the same level as a superstar as Anthony Davis is. Cause that's where you're looking at if you're the Pelicans. That's where you're looking at getting. Cause the NBA only produces about three or four All Stars a draft. So if you're the Pelicans and you think you're stocking up on all these picks and you're gonna get a team full of All Stars and it's it doesn't work like that. Look at the Celtics. It doesn't work like that. They're searching. They have one one guy, Tatum. They're scrambling to find people. They couldn't even get Kyrie to stay. And they gave up picks and assets for Kyrie. And Kyrie bounced on them. So just be careful with collecting these assets and these picks and these theoretical all-stars and and, and superstars. And it, it just doesn't turn out like that. It really doesn't in the NBA. Now the NFL, if you want to stockpile 14 picks, you know you could turn around the franchise pretty quickly, like Seattle did that that one year with Pete Carroll. They drafted you know Sherman in the fourth round and Russell Wilson in the second round, and this guy in the third round. And yeah, you could do that, but not it doesn't work like that in the NBA. NBA, you need established superstars, and now the Lakers have two out of the top seven in the league, and the Pelicans now have zero. So, continuing on with the Lakers, another big topic. Now their salary cap, of course, goes down to $23.8 million just because of the, the, the money Anthony Davis eats up. Um, so, they're talking about getting another big a guy for big three. They're talking about Kawhi, who seems to have no interest in the Lakers. It's reported that Kawhi is looking at the Clippers or the Raptors. It's really those two teams. Kemba Walker, which I think would be a disaster. 
Jimmy Butler, which I think would be a disaster. I don't think Jimmy Butler would even get along with LeBron because Jimmy Butler doesn't get along with coaches. And how is he going to get along with LeBron when LeBron's sort of a, a coach, manager, you know, GM on the field or on the court? I think LeBron and Jimmy Butler would be super combustible. Or Kyrie Irving. I don't think Kyrie wants to come back with LeBron. I don't think he should. He left. Let it be left. You don't. You don't get remarried after you get divorced. You know, you guys got divorced. It's over with. You, you could be friends. You could play in the All Star games and the, the the dunk contest or the three point shootout, whatever you guys. You know, Team USA, whatever you want to do. But to be on a team for 82 games and then a playoff run and the finals run, I don't think it would work. Me personally, I would go because they have to fill the team now. Like I said, they lost three players and only got one back. So you have to fill a roster out. Me personally, I like Patrick Beverly. Um, Boogie Cousins, I like. I think Boogie Cousins will play really well. Not only with LeBron, but with AD. We, we saw that in New Orleans. And they actually got really close. And that's one of the reasons why, if you remember, is why Boogie or not Boogie, uh, Anthony Davis started to really get upset with New Orleans because they didn't uh, bring back Boogie Cousins because he wanted Boogie Cousins to come back and New Orleans didn't make an effort to bring him back. So I like Boogie. I like Trevor Ariza who's available. Um, obviously a solid defender. He can knock down the three. We've seen that with Houston. I think he was the key part in that Houston run. I think Houston really... Really missed him this year playing Golden State. I think he was a big part in that run two years ago when they had Golden State down 3-2 in the Western Conference Finals before Chris Paul got hurt. I think, you know, I said it then and I'm saying it now, I think Houston really missed Trevor Ariza this year. Uh, J.J. Redick, not good as defensively as Trevor Ariza, but could still knock down a three. LeBron needs shooters. LeBron needs shooters. I also like... Also like Maurice Morris, 13.7 points per game with eight boards. He's a good uh, small forward if you need somebody down there. Uh, I mentioned Patrick Beverly. Danny Green, big part of that Raptors run. Uh, Danny Green can knock down a three and play defense. He's obviously got that championship pedigree now, coming from the Spurs, now winning one with Toronto. So Danny Green has obviously also been there before. Um... But no matter where they go, I think they just got to go cheap. I don't think they should try to force their hand to do a big three because then they're not going to have any money left. They're not going to have no bench. They're not going to have uh, flexibility with Kawhi, uh, with um, LeBron Wallen games off because he's getting older. Anthony Davis is going to need some load management days. You know, the load management thing's really taking over the league, so they're going to have to incorporate that. And if you have three stars to incorporate that with instead of two, and then you have no bench to play when those three stars are taking their days off. The losses are going to add up. But other than that, guys, I want to thank you for joining me. Thank you for the questions from at Archer Almighty. Don't forget to give him a follow at Archer Almighty at SLA Chill One. Also, follow and visit the OT Heroics, OvertimeHeroics.com, at OT Heroics on Twitter. Yes, it at o e at o t heroics uh, at o t heroics one. 
on Twitter. And the website is overtimeheroics.com. They got big forums up there. Uh, all sports, gambling, of course, all our podcasts, um, highlights of the day, you know, baseball highlights, basketball highlights, whatever went on during the day. They have everything up on that forum. Go check them out, overtimeheroics.com, and follow them on Twitter at OTHeroics1. I'm just going to wrap this thing up. Please don't forget to also give me a follow. Shout me out on Twitter at Wyman Podcast or on Instagram at Wyman Podcast, Twitter at Wyman Podcast 1. Send me any kind of questions, comments, share, support the show. Um, for right now, thanks for listening to the support. I'll catch you guys tomorrow for Wrestling Wednesday, which I also have some questions because I refuse to cover on SmackDown again because we're all like shit and I'm not going to cover it. Now I'll talk about it a little bit, but then I'll get into the questions. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.